and welcome to the Dynasty Hot Sauce Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Monkey. You can find me on Twitter at FF Larry Monkey, and I'm joined by Justin Rogers at you can find him at Run DFF on Twitter and Mr. Fishing for a Win, Brian Hooten. You can find him at Fishing for a Win on Twitter. And, and um, you know, there's a lot to get into tonight and um, lots of rookie drafts happening. There's startups happening, uh, all kinds of all kinds of fun stuff. So, I mean, we can just jump right into it. How, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing good. Yeah, I'm doing, yeah, I'm doing well. You know, just hanging around. Got the baby to bed. Got a couple beers in front of me. So life is good, you know. Nice. How are you making out with the um, quarantine? I mean, have, you, you, uh, have they eased restrictions around you guys? Or I'm in Mississippi. They pretty much open this thing wide up, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Nice, dude. We're uh, still yeah. under light restrictions, but I'm back to work this week, so I've been uh, pooped. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, I'm in New Jersey, so they're, they're, I mean, it's it, we've got hit pretty hard. And, um, you know, now it's things are starting to – they're opening up some stuff like the non-essential stuff starting to open, but yeah, it's pretty, we're, we're pretty locked down still, but you know, everybody, everything's getting canceled trips. At least vacation. we had all these rookie drafts and stuff to keep us busy. That, like, that was the best thing about it is like, there was no, there wasn't that many distractions going into all this stuff. We had, we all had plenty of time to just sit around and overanalyze everything. So yeah. Thank God for the draft. I had, uh, I just got finished with two startups and rookie drafts are, are going and, just finished up one of those t- this morning or this afternoon, but um, yeah, man. We, I mean, you want to talk about some some rookie drafts? Uh, how many of you guys had so far? Uh, how about you, Brian? I've had eight. I think I've got three more. <laughs> nice. I love that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Were they all going on at the same time? Um, more or less of them staggered a little bit. I mean, luckily, most they're all slow, so I mean, it's not too bad um to, now, to go into it. i mean you're only making a couple picks anyway and then waiting around for somebody to fall well what's your process now when when you're on the clock do you like have to run into the bathroom like you're on, you're on your phone or you, you, you like sit down or does it matter like do you got to kick the, the the family out of the room how, how does how does the process work for you well well the nice thing is with uh, everybody being off i was just home with my boys for the most part uh my wife was still working she's a nurse so um, she was still gone most of the day. So for most part, I just hung out with the kids all day and then made picks as they came along. So I didn't have to like, hold up a minute. I'm, you know, I'm trying to do this or whatever. We're just chilling or outside doing something. Yeah. How about you, Justin? How are you handling the rookie draft season? And, and, and I live on my phone. It's bad. My wife hates me. Like uh. she, she would, she would burn my, she would throw my phone into the street with a bulldozer coming on the th- and just be happy as could be. So I, you know, it is what it is. So when I see the the text notification, you're on the clock. Like I, I open my phone up immediately. Like I, I just can't even, I can't resist. So I play right. games on my phone. I I do analysis on my phone. It's just the most handy thing in the world for me. So uh, I'm constantly reading and and. I'm on the group me's. It's tough, man. Like when you are like my, my, my daughter's four and a half, half, she'll be five in August. So you don't, I don't, I try not to be, I don't want her looking at me. Cause she said to me, she's she has said, daddy, get off your phone. And, and when you hear somebody, when you hear her say that, you're just like, oh, no, dang, she got me again with them on the phone again. But uh, I mean, uh, on football Sundays, I'm, I'm basically, I run out to my car cause I can't have my wife distracting me. I can't have my kid distracting me. 
Um, the same thing when it, when it comes to drafts. I'm just like, oh, man, I'm on the clock. Let me get my shit together. I can't have any distractions here. I need to focus. You know, I'm, I'm looking up. When I, I'm, I'm seeing who, who's been taken beforehand, who's out there still, yeah. reviewing ADP and, and rankings and just getting the consensus and the group me chats that I'm involved with. So I like to take in as much information as I can before I make that pick. But, uh, yeah, man, being on your phone is it's so convenient. But yeah. like and I do game. love to trade during rookie drafts, so I'm constantly <laughs> shopping picks and sending out offers. So, I don't, you know, whether I'm moving up or down, I, I don't mind making trades. So uh, I, I, I hope every time that I go on the clock, I hope that I get three or four offers and maybe I can make something work. So, oh, man, what, 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 what was your biggest, like, I guess, rookie steal? Or if you can think off the top of your head, one guy where you were just like, I can't believe this guy's falling to me. And then it's like, oh my God, I, I'm, this is a no, a no brainer right here. I can't, I can't believe I just have this guy right now. Dobbins at seven. Dobbins at seven and a one QB. Yeah. I got Dobbins at six and a one QB and was happy with seven is really good. Um, I know there's better one, better deals out there that I just had. Uh, so I had this rookie draft. I had the one, two, three, and six. And, um, because I had all those picks, I could, I took Dobbins with the, with the one Oh one, just to, just to play around. (laughs) (laughs) Then I went Taylor and then I went, uh, CEH, and then I flipped the one six. I did have I did an auction draft that I I kind of all right. So I I walked into it. It it was it was a two part. It was a startup, and you took the same auction budget and you used whatever you had for the startup, and then whatever you had left over went to the rookie draft. Well, about halfway through the uh, startup, I pivoted. I was I was bidding on players. At one point, I had like six or seven hundred dollars uh allocated when i went to bed one night and then i woke up and all my players have been outbid and i was like you know what i think i'll just go the other way i bought some future firsts and i rolled into the startup with like almost 700 dollars compared to the next person's 250 nice so in that one nice yeah well it worked out really well because i ended up dictating that draft and what i did was i used a couple players to lock up money and it's a good strategy if you ever have a, a much bigger budget than someone else uh, or than everyone else. I mean, uh, when you walk into a, a draft, whether it's a rookie or startup or whatever, uh, most of the time it would be a rookie draft where maybe you traded for a bunch of picks that translate into money. Um, but so CD Lamb went for, and I'm going to pull this up real quick, guys. And if you can give me, be patient with me, reports, uh, league, and I'm pulling up this auction results. All right, so uh, CD Lamb went for $82, okay, in this particular league. I was He was one of the players that I used to, uh, to kind of manipulate the, the field a little bit. And in the meantime, I got Jalen Rager for 40 I got mm. – uh, um, J- Justin Jefferson for 36 and I got uh, let's see where did I get um, Jerry Judy for 46 oh, man. so Damn. I got those three guys for you know basically one and a half of what CeeDee Lamb costed by himself right. um, I ended up using CeeDee Lamb and uh, Justin Herbert as tools to reset or to tie up people's money 
And uh-huh. while their money was tied up, they couldn't bid me up because they didn't yeah. have the money to do so. And then right. I would just reset those players as soon as mine ended. And uh, I ended up way overpaying for Herbert. Like I paid 115 for Tua. Burrow went for 145. At the end, it's a 14-team Superflex. And I paid 135 for Herbert. I wanted that second quarterback. It didn't matter to me that I was overpaying for Herbert because I'd saved so much money on the front end right. with those other guys. Mm-hmm. So uh, so what's the, what was the auction? What's the, what was the timer on your auction? Was it like it was a 24-hour timer. Okay. So 24 hour timer, which, so, uh, you know, if I reset it, it's another 24 hours. And then it just so happened that people were, you know, they were taking the, they were resetting players. And I got Mims for 30. That was another guy that I got uh-huh. for, oh, nice. you know, pretty cheap, you know. Um, so while they were over there running these other players up, running, it, it actually ended up being CD, Herbert, and uh, Dobbins, those three players that they ran up and they kept putting their money in them. And it would be like $60. Yeah. So, so the next day I would reset it to 61 and then they would reset it and they tie up all their money again. Yeah. So for those that don't know when it, an auction on MFL, is that where it was? Yeah. It was on MFL. Ha, you, the, ha, there's a, a handful of players that are nominated or is that, how, I guess that's the term. Sure. Yeah. And then you're bidding on these guys. And when you bid a certain amount of money and you, and you own that bid now, that money is tied into that player. So you don't, so that's off your budget invested into that player until either you win them or you get outbid and then you get your money back if you get outbid. So, um, so So what I was doing was I was making sure that these people didn't have any money to outbid me on all these players. So, you know, you're talking about getting Dobbins at seven. Well, basically I got like Pittman went for 43 in that auction. You know, I got Judy, uh, Rager and Jefferson for basically what Pittman went for. So I got them basically in the early second. So what you know, were, so in the startup were, was that like the norm for wide receivers? Like what were, what were the top guys going for? Were like a, like a Tyree killer or a Juju or a DJ Moore? Were they in that same like $50 range or were no, they like, were they off the charts? They were off the charts. Let me sort it by, uh, by winning bid amount and then uh, go down here to that's I mean you just you just built yourself up a, a nice young team. Well, AJ Brown went for one fifteen. Okay. And the I think um, Jonathan Taylor went for like one oh five or something like yeah. one ten something like that. Mm. Um, I got uh, um, Swift and Acres for right around eighty five bucks. So right around that same range where people are trading, you know, AJ Brown for the one oh four or one oh three or something like that. Same range, uh, so it was just one of those things, and I noticed it in a startup. Miles Sanders went for one twelve. He's probably okay. in that same range. Um, Kenny Galladay one hundred five. Cortland Sutton one hundred. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you're Cooper getting all Cup. these. You're getting all these two for one specials, basically. Yeah, Cooper Cup ninety six and uh, Calvin Ridley ninety six. Like, you know, I noticed it the year before. I did a, my first my first uh, auction startup, and it was the same format. Um, where it was the same budget split where whatever you saved. And I noticed rolling into that one, like guys were getting deals, like huge deals on these rookies. Mm. Whereas we were all overpaying. I was paying $180 for DeAndre Hopkins and someone was paying right. 60 bucks for, you know, Josh Jacobs or Miles Sanders or whatever. So I, I just, I noticed that trend. And, and that was one thing where once the prices got too high in the startup, I pivoted and just said, you know what? I can get some first. So I ended up with four firsts. I ended up with a um, like four seconds and, and a two sets of thirds, fourths and fifths, something like that, which all translate to auction money next year. 
So all that will become a lump sum again. And I can do something very similar in the 2021 rookie draft that I did in this rookie draft. So I could still come out with this. I think I came out with eight of the top 12 in ADP players. Nice. So now granted, I walked into that draft with TJ Hawkinson and a bunch of crap. You know, like right. Giovanni right. Bernard and Alan Lazard. So, so this is but, that. So that's where, that's where your startup. That's what. How, that's yeah. that was your startup, like finishing exactly. finished product. I, and my startup was basically just rookies. You know? But it's a it, for me. It was one of those where I can set myself up with a super young team. Yeah. And do it again next year. Get Trevor Lawrence because I'm going to have the money to get him. You know, it, it is what it is. Maybe I get Fields as well. It's a 14 team super flex, so all the money will be there. It's one of those things where you can manipulate a, an auction draft more than you can just a straight up, you know, linear picks yeah. draft. Um, and so you can score deals that are just absurd. You know, whereas you're you're getting one player like J.K. Dobbins at 107, or I think um, we were talking about you got Rager at 201 or whatever in another uh, draft, or Solid Go there or whatever. Uh, Rager. If you have the money in an auction draft and you <clears> – <throat> save it up or uh and this will come into some trades that we did that i did later and i'll talk about but if you have that kind of that kind of bankroll you can manipulate what happens in the draft and make people overspend on one or two players and then you can control the board so and that's what happened there is there were a couple guys that walked in with 215 to 270 bucks one guy spent 145 on burrow he was done right he spent 145 on burrow he was out of out of the game completely because then he had like a hundred bucks left like, mm-hmm. you can't do anything with a hundred dollars when someone else has 675 or whatever nice yeah I don't, i'm not involved with any auctions i'm in the pig one of the pigs leagues and that the, everything is based off of an auction it's everything's mm-hmm. an auction um but yeah that's that's how that was my first mfl dynasty experience with an auction um and it was pretty cool man because you 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 can go after the guys you want, and it's just you're just throwing money up, and you know it's all. I mean, auctions you, are great. They don't have the same startup fun that they that a regular draft does because it's just not quite as much trading. Uh-huh. You know, at the end, when people yeah. were running out of money, there was some movement going, and that was cool. But uh, I mean, I'm in I'm in the DDCL startup right now, and we're not doing any trading. So, I you know, to me, that auction was a lot more fun than this is. This is just yeah. oh, it's your pick, make your pick, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, some drafts are funny. You, you know, it depends on on the guys or the circumstance. But yeah, um, I, I just did a startup, and and there were a few. Tra- there were just few trades. I, I was involved. There was probably probably ten trades in the whole draft, and I was probably involved in like six of them. Yeah. So just moving it's just back. Funny how that works. Yeah, so, but I've uh, only I, made. Go ahead. I think I made just one trade in that, and it ended up being. I traded my pick. AJ Brown went right before, uh, like. Oh yeah, I remember that. I yeah, traded, you talked about that. Yeah, I traded AJ Brown, or I traded uh, that pick, which ended up being Cam Akers, and a later pick, which ended up being Daryl Henderson for AJ Brown. So I don't care about Daryl Henderson yeah. or that fifteenth nice. round pick or whatever. So, um, and I'm, I'm building a baby team there. You know, no beers allowed. Yeah, that's great, dude. I love, I love. That's my, that's my move, man. I, I go with the young teams. I, I just, I just don't, I just can't. I just can't take a guy that's been in the league like for five years. And I mean, unless it's like one of the studs in the first couple rounds, but I'm, I'm straight up first, second year guys, just because 
yeah. they're just going to be on your team forever. And and I took, I took a couple veteran tight ends. I took a couple veteran tight ends uh, a little later. Like I, I did take Ertz in the sixth round, which I felt was a great value, right? Um, because that that league is a one point seven five, I think it is. Yep, one point seven five tight end premium, right? And tight so ends that, are important. Yep, and so I took, I, <laughs> I made a run on tight ends. I made a run on tight ends, and when I did, I took uh, Ertz in the set in the sixth, Waller in the eighth, Gasecki in the ninth, and Johnny Smith in the twelfth. Oh, that's fantastic! You're set. Mm. Yeah, that's and that's so important in that league. So I wanted okay. to get my little youngster in uh, Gusecki. You know, I just wanted someone that was somewhat established. And then I got, you know, Ertz, who I think is around for two or three more years at least. And then Waller. Sure. I'm expecting some regression out of Waller, but to get him in the eighth, I'm right. fine with that. Like, yeah, this is the D Dynasty Diagnostic League that me and Brian are already in. It's a copy league where they have they're, – they're, where, they're, where there were three divisions. They just added a fourth division. And based on how you finish, that's going to shake out and you'll either rise into uh, the top division, like you, you'll be put in the, in the higher division if you are a winner, that sort of thing. And, yeah, and, Justin, yeah. and Justin just joined the startup for the fourth division that's going to be joined. That's, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a pretty cool league. There's a lot of, a lot no, of, definitely. A lot of familiar, familiar, familiar names in the, in the league. So it's, uh, it's awesome. But yeah, tight ends are important, man. One point seven five. I I only drafted Goddard in that league, and I was just like, crap. <laughs> tight ends are just yeah. Tight ends are just ball, and I just I mean, Hunter Henry is having a better season than Keenan Allen, you know, and, and that right. type yeah, of league. You said, it, you said it. You said make sure you get tight ends, and that was right around. I think we were in round four or so, and I was like, okay, well, I'll see if I can. Oh yeah, dude, you're you're golden now. Yeah, I made a bunch of trades. Now I now I have Hunter Henry. I have Hayden Hurst. I got Goddard still, and I actually had drafted Gronk. In that in that that league, oh, uh, which so uh, yeah, he, he put Gronk well, back from the dead. So right. we'll see how that works. So yeah, I got a nice nice um, stable of tight ends. Yeah, and I'll probably I'll take probably two or three more as flyers, you know, with that kind of premium. And I think it's like thirty man rosters. Mm -hmm. At some point, it's just going to become really thin, and I might be on the clock in a little while. So we'll see if that happens. Uh, there's two picks I'm left before I'm up, so. Hopefully a couple of these guys, and I haven't seen, I haven't checked to see if anybody has done auto pick or if both guys ahead of me have to have to actually make their picks. But there's been some people that have been doing the pre-draft thing. So, uh, you know, we'll and, see. What I know happens. when we, me and Larry started that league, I'm glad that's when I started to rise on Andrews last year. Um, and like all my drafts or trades or whatever, you could see kind of like in the later ends of those, like I started getting real high on Andrews and I started taking them everywhere. And all the leagues that I wasn't, I've got none in them. So yeah. uh, and I'm extremely happy. That was one of the early leagues where I was like, I really starting like this guy. So I took a shot on him a little bit earlier and it, it, it panned out pretty well. Well, this actually works out. The guy, it's Graham Barfield that's ahead of me and he's got two picks and then it's me. So odds are if he makes one pick, he'll make them both and I'll be on the clock at some point. So hopefully nice. we'll be on that pretty quick. So, yeah. That'd be uh, we can make an online, a live pick during the show or something. Yeah. So, um, I'm in this league with Scott Connor and we were talking about this earlier. He's, he, he's, he offered up and this is probably, this is a good way to get your league involved. I guess he, he put a post in the chat and he said, I'm selling, I'm selling Brian Edwards tonight. The best offer is going to get him, And I'm just going to delete every offer that isn't as good as the best one. Wow. 
So that's, and he said by 10 PM tonight. So I, I mean, I sent him a couple deals that he rejected. Um, I don't know if I can come up with something for Brian Edwards. I know we got into it on the chat, Slayton or Edwards. Now Brian's on the Slayton side of things. Yeah. Justin, you're on you're on the Edwards side, huh? I, I feel like I got teamed up on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I got ganged up on. Like there's some Slayton, Slayton haters in the group. It's not that I just don't know that his ceiling is as high as you think it is. Whereas sure. I think I think Edwards could be that in two or three years he could be that. 74 a thousand guy i don't know that slayton is that should i should i throw him a slayton for edwards right now right before yeah, the sure, 10 p.m. right before the 10 p.m cutoff to see if um if i mean okay so this is up to you i vote yes brian votes no this no. comes down to you i i can tell you what you're the, you're the tiebreaker i'm doing it man boom i just sent him i just sent him a slayton for edwards um, right underneath it's nine fifty seven, and like I said, he said he was gonna, he's gonna he's he's rejecting all offers except the best one, which he will accept at ten p.m. Has so. he has he said who has the best offer out there yeah. right now? Shane currently has the best offer. Shane Manila. Shane Manila has the best Shane's offer. The right now. Ah, Shane is the worst. So he we'll probably see. offered AJ Brown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh look. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, no. Shane's still in the lead. He sent this out. I gotta put my damn glasses on for this. Yeah, nine fifty-one. I just sent my offer at nine fifty-eight. So funny. ten minutes ago, he wrote, "You have nine. Well, nine minutes ago, he was nine minutes left to beat Shane's offer. So, Shane, I need to go send some send some Slayton offers to people because I didn't realize I was that high on him compared to a lot. Yeah, I think so. I, I didn't. Go ahead. I just I, I saw, and this is the numbers that we were breaking down earlier. But it just the target share was heavily in favor of of Shepard versus. Um, it looked like Tate and Slayton had a pretty even share, and uh, Shepard had probably a thirty percent higher market share. He rejected it. He rejected it. Okay, so that's not it, huh? So you have to let us know what this trade is. Yeah, should I add? Should I add something to it? No, maybe, I got one They're both a second round value. Like, what are you going to add? A fourth? I mean, I'm just having fun. Just <laughs> late in a fourth. I mean, fourth. clearly, clearly, Shane has a better offer out there. So, uh, or Connor's not a Slayton guy either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. You're He's not going to get. I, I mean, I, the only reason I say Slayton over those guys, and the biggest thing for me is, yeah, he didn't have the market share last year, but like your argument is that those wide receivers are necessarily going to be better than Slayton when they really haven't shown that much. Hey, let me, and they had do you the have same... a crappy running back? Hey, do you have a crappy running back? Because it's, we're on the, we're on the clock here because he's been talking recently about how running back or how wide receivers replaceable from, you know, right. 20 to 50 or whatever. So yeah. he may not I mean, care about that. I got Cam Akers, Miles Gaskin, Darrell Hamilton, Justice Hill, Elijah Holyfield, Ronald Jones, Anthony McFarland, Quadre Allison. Devon. How do you feel about Justice Hill? Throw him Justice Hill. Yeah, Justice Hill, Slayton. Justice Hill in a fourth. In a fourth, and nobody else. Don't don't put Slayton in there. Let's put Justice Hill in a fourth and go with it. It's 10 p.m. on the dot. Let's see. Do if it. We... Do it. Hurry. I Who did knows? it. Who oh. knows? He's probably rejected. Oh, I get it. Oh, you know, he accepted the trade. Dang it. Uh, well, you want to know? Uh, Shane Shane gave up Darius Geis. There you a go. 2021, a, a 2021 round two pick. A 2021 fourth round pick, 
So Geist, second rounder and a fourth rounder for Brian Edwards. Hmm, I don't like it. I think he overpaid, but you know, whatever. I'm not even a guy. It's Shane. It's Shane, though. Yep. And Shane, Shane. Shane does love Brian Edwards, so there's that. You weren't yeah. going to beat that. You yeah, weren't going to beat that because that, that would have been an overpay. Yeah. So Geist, a second and a fourth for Edwards. I mean, if Edwards turns out to be like the PPR machine they're talking about, right? It's, and I think, like I said a second ago, I think he can be that 70 for 1,000 guy. You know, I think that's reasonable. I don't know. There's no. That's not his floor. That's probably his ceiling. Is seventy four thousand eleven hundred. But I think he could be that. Dang it. Yeah. I I initially sent him um, earlier today. I sent him a Miles Boykin and Greg Ward for Edwards. Oh, that that would that's that's bad trade. Yeah. That's that's damn. Well, I I mean, Boykin and Edwards. They were drafted. They have the same draft capital. Stop. 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 Stop it. No. <laughs> He's the one wide receiver that matters in Baltimore, and it is not Boykin. Yeah. And, and receiver in Baltimore in general anyway. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like it's Hollywood or bust in that town. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark Andrews or bust, right? Also. It's Mark Andrews. Well, we're talking wide receiver. Mark Andrews is tied yeah. in, but yes. Yes, if we're just talking pass catchers. <laughs> so Damn. I know you're you're an Andrew. I mean, you're a Brown, uh, a Hollywood guy, right? What do you – realistically see could be his season this year, Brian? Realistically, he'll probably end up being somewhere wide receiver. I think he's high end wide receiver three, maybe a fringe wide receiver two. Okay. Maybe, maybe. So one of those like 55 for 900 guys. Yeah, something like that. And I think it depends on touchdowns once they're fluky anyway. Like um, a especially those games. D-Jax, like a D-Jax type. Yeah, of- he breaks off a few, you know, scores six, seven touchdowns, you're wide receiver two, you're looking good, but. I mean, I think he's somebody – I love having him on my teams because you can plug him in as your wide receiver three or four most weeks and you're pretty happy right? with pretty high upside on him. He can go off for a week or two, no problem. Catch a bomber two, he's gone. Uh, let's see. We'll just go to the 26th wide receiver or whatever. Let's see here. I'm just curious to see where that falls this year. It was Crowder, which is right around that – 8,800 guy or whatever. But you know what? With Crowder, I mean, take out that that game where he had like 19 catches or something. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then he and it was like Thank the you. first game of the season. Like, you <laughs> talking about a guy's value like skyrocketing. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was the ultimate sell point. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can't get rid of Crowder also. I don't know why. I feel he like – He's the only he's the only wide receiver that 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 Sam Darnold has a relation that has a connection with. Yeah, he's only twenty six, going on twenty seven. I think he's still a baby. I mean, as yeah. far as like he's just entering his prime, and and I don't. My problem with Crowder is he's never stayed healthy. That was yeah. Last year was the first time they stayed healthy, but yeah, it was that first game. He had fourteen catches on seventeen targets for ninety nine <laughs> yards. Yeah, ninety nine <laughs> yards. Yeah, he didn't even break a hundred. Jesus, he had he had twenty three PPR points. Without almost twenty four, <laughs> without a touchdown and without breaking a hundred yards, that's yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make any sense. Oh, scratch that. He had over twenty four because he did have one attempt for rushing for four rushing yards. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. nice, nice. Great over twenty four points. Holy, that's crazy. Yeah, the, the Jets wide receiver core is wide open this year. I mean, Perryman came on strong at the end, and now he's he's in the mix. And then you got Mims, and then Crowder's kind of like, and then Herndon's back, and who knows how. He was 
catching balls left and right from Sam did before. You Perryman just now? I didn't. I didn't hear. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Perryman Man. is on the scene, so who knows? Who knows how they're gonna? You know, I maybe mean, by the end of the season we see how that shakes out, but it's gonna be an absolute yeah. mess to start the year. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they're gonna win more than five games. They have one of the tougher strength of schedules. Um, and you know, you, you can't just put a bunch of ingredients in, in a yeah. bowl and expect a, right. you know, a nice fancy cake to pop out, but it's going to take some time for those guys. Right. Yeah. Mims is one of those where his 2021 is where you're really looking for him. You know, like if you're expecting to throw Mims or, I mean, even Perryman, like I think Crowder is probably the only receiver in that bunch that I could, that you could depend on as a deep starter in your league. You know, a, a wide receiver four or five. I wouldn't want him, yeah. even even with his, you know, wide receiver twenty eight finish or whatever it was last year. I don't I don't think I want him as my wide receiver three. You know. Oh, so check yeah. this out. I got a good one. So this rookie draft yesterday, um, Rager. So I trade the one six. Mm-hmm. Talk with I take the three running backs. Wow, Justin Jefferson goes one four. And then Swift goes five. And I was like, I, I never thought Acres would come to me. So I was like, let me trade the one six. And I picked up the two three, the two six, and a 21 first. So okay. the two three, so I'm just like, oh, I'll get Mims. You know, I'll pick up Mims and uh, maybe I'll grab like an Edwards or something. At, 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 you know, in that, that maybe Pittman or whoever falls in, in that general area. And then Rager is, is just falling. And then Ruggs goes off the board and. And then it's like, then it's the two one. And I was, I was like in the middle of something. I wasn't paying attention. And Mims is sitting there and I'm like, uh, Rager's sitting there. I'm like, holy shit, he's going to fall to me at two, three. And then the guy grabbed him at, at, at two, two, snatched him up. And he was right there. And I was like, oh, why didn't I try to jump up somehow? So I've sent him a message and I'm like, Hey, what do you want to, um, you know, you want to package Rager? And I know he's a Jets fan. So I was like, you want to, you want Mims and, um, you want, are you interested in moving Rager? And he's like, sure. So I was like, oh, awesome. So he sends me, oh, this is such a dick move. He sends me, um, we're, we're going back and forth. We agree on via text. He said, he, he sends me a text, pick one of these three um, and Mims for Rager. And he, and it was Gallup Diggs, and somebody else like another one of that that level of type of receiver for um to, so i was like all right give me that's why i reached out to you guys and i was like give me digs and everyone was like take digs so i'm like all right man i'll take digs and i'll take and and it was digs and uh rager for mims and oh no for cooper and I don't know. I don't know what it yeah, was. It was anyway, it wasn't Mims, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Mims was. Yeah, Mims was. No, that. No. Okay. That, here's the thing. So it was Cooper for Rager and Diggs. Yeah. So yeah. that's what he. That's <laughs> how I was like. All right, I'll, I'll do Diggs. I sent. I send it over to him, and I have it all via text. He rejects it, and he go. And I'm just like, dude, why did you reject this? We just fucking agreed on this. And he's like, oh, I, I want Mims involved now, and I'm like, oh, what a dick. Yeah, so it's like back to the drawing board. Uh. How do you guys feel about that? You, you I mean, I, I get you're allowed to have second thoughts. You don't have to accept anything. But, you know, we were calling back and forth and we kind of hammered it out. And then I sent it over and he just declined it. And I was like, oh, why, why, am I, why are you wasting my time? You know, I'm not keen on yeah. that. It's, it's legal. It's 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 legal in terms of that. But I, it's not good form. 
You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Like, it it sets a bad precedent for future trades because you spend all right. that time hammering it out, the energy, the effort, the hope that you're going to get what you want, and then like you finally reach a deal you think is good, and then all of a sudden they're like, no. I don't think so. Now I want this other player that I know you like more or, yeah. or whatever, or this other player. And you're like, what the hell, dude? Well, we just spend, you know, two, three hours, whatever talking about. I mean, now he wants his it, next first. He wants his 2024 first, you know, draft day style, yeah. you know, right. now I want both of your seconds or I want this player, whatever. Like, come on, just, yeah, just pull the first. trigger. And I mean, this guy's always, this is, this guy has to win every trade and he, it's always, and, and he's a, and he's a dynasty trade analyzer. He's a DLF analyzer guy. So I have to, every time I have to deal with this guy, I got to punch it in there to see if it corresponds that he has, he's got a little more, he's got more points on his side. Uh, see, that makes me not even want to like deal with people. Like when they won't like negotiate or be willing to like move or do, I mean, we all have to, quote unquote, as everybody says, lose a trade sometimes to get what we want. I mean, we've all done it. Yeah. If you're afraid to do it, then like you're just not going to do well in the long run because because you think you want a trade does not mean you want a trade. In six months, you may look like a jackass. Right. And you're completely wrong, but because you think you were right at the moment, it's supposed to make it that much better. Yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't feel good about a trade, but we've all paid up for a guy and then end up being right later yeah, or, you know, wrong. I traded right after the season ended. I traded Jacoby Brissett for David Johnson in a league, and I got yeah. I got thrashed for it. But it was right around the time the news was coming out that this, the Colts were interested in another quarterback. Yada yada yada. Now, wouldn't you know? I'm in the 20th round of the DDCL, and Jacoby Brissett isn't even on the the list of like the the that shows up on the first page of eligible players to draft. And meanwhile, David Johnson went out, you know, hour or days ago, or whatever, like. Yeah, never. You absolutely never know what's going to happen. So, it's kind of one of those where if you if you personally are forecasting something further, and that's how you feel about a player, and you're paying now for what you think could happen, sometimes it works out really well. You know, like other times it doesn't. But that's the risk that we go. If you're if you're just just strictly trading on calculators and value all the time, you're just going to be standard status quo with everybody. Yeah. Know, everybody's gonna be doing the same thing, so you gotta kind of zig when when people are zagging every once in a while. I'm not even then. Where's the fun in that? I mean, like, right. well, okay, I don't really like this guy, but the calculator says he's worth this. Like, that's no fun. I want my guys. <laughs> I want the guys that I believe are gonna do well, not the guys that the calculator tells me are gonna do well. It's a good reference. Like, calculators are a good reference. Is. Like, it's like right. okay, so I'm not crazy that, that this is this is where I'm yeah. at. It's a nice ballpark to kind of play around with. Yeah, I'm not saying calculators are bad. I mean, I use them too. I mean, I like to set up trades in them just to look at the pieces yeah. better than I do like on MFL. I don't know yeah. why my aesthetically, I just like it better. So I'll set up this, you know, the you know how many teams or whatever, and then just put in the the players just to look at the trade better, yeah. um, or see how it is, or see if I'm like crazy on a guy um, yeah. compared to what the the standard value is, but um, or to just prove to somebody, like I said, I'm not fucking crazy that I'm like. I send an offer and they're like, oh, hell no, that's not even close. And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm not like nuts here. Everyone overvalues their own team. So that's why that's yeah. calculator is good for like kind of straightening you, straightening you yourself out when you're when you're trying to get something organized, send out. But uh, for real yeah, quick, trade, go ahead. I had a trade offer yesterday and, and I don't I use calculators probably on one out of every four or five trades, something like that. Because generally I like to I, I kind of I, I look at ADP more than anything. 
Yes. I want to see where, where ADP is, and, you know, I'll compare like, okay, well, would I really give up this? Would I give up the 209 and a startup for the 404 and the 812? Probably not. Would it? So uh, that kind of thing to get a general idea. Uh, now that doesn't mean that I won't make that move if I'm not high on that 209 player, you know, um, but I got a trade and it was, uh, he offered me Tua and Chase Claypool and a 2021 second for Carson Wentz and OJ Howard. And it's a guy who he just dominated the rookie draft, but he has no quarterbacks that are established. Right. Um, so he's trying to compete. And I ended up making another or, or a big deal with him earlier in the day where he got Evans and Tyreek from me. Wow. Um, for a bunch of for a bunch of firsts and stuff. But, uh, yeah, that was a big deal. So he came back and he wanted this. And I'm, I'm just not a Claypool guy. So I plugged into the calc and then I plugged in instead I plugged in Michael Pittman. And and that was actually slightly in favor of him on the DLF calculator. And I was like, you know what? I'm comfortable with losing losing this trade. That's quotation marks for right. everybody that can't hear yeah. or can't see. I mean, but uh I'm okay with losing this trade because I'm really high on Tua and you know, I'm I'm resetting this team and uh but he rejected it. And and it's one of those things where I could have been that don't be that guy, but I could have been that D bag that that sent the the calculator over and said, "Well, I just thought this would be it." And instead, <laughs> what I explained was, I because he said, and and we had a very friendly conversation all day long about several trades, and he was like, "I I don't see a big gap between Tua and Carson Wentz," and I said, "I don't either," but I think an early second is probably where I'm at with the gap. You know, I think it's a reasonable, and he's like, "That's fair. Yeah. I get you." You know, I'll, I'll stand pat for now, and that was how that went. And and at some sometimes it's just like relationships. Sometimes it doesn't work, and you just move on, and it's okay. You don't have to make it work. Just like you don't have to make a relationship work, and and you don't have to be bitter exes or anything. Sometimes it just yeah. it wasn't compatible, and you and you just keep on moving forward. Yeah. Sometimes so, you just want to get rid no. of a guy. Also, you just want him off your team, yep. and you know, a couple. Now, of, do you guys fresh? When pick. you guys really want to get rid of somebody, do you spam? Yeah. Like, gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell Antonio yeah. Brown last was the last, yeah, last year, I think it was when he came back, like to the New England Patriots. I think I sent every team in the league a trade offer. You did, like, right? just spam. I'm like, somebody's going to bite on this. I don't care. Like, I'm sending I'll send everybody. People, I'll send people that aren't in my league offers. I don't care. I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's getting the offer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I want somebody gone. They go on. I'm like gonna, in I'm, a long group chat. Like, okay, here, who yeah. wants this? Like, I'm going to send you an offer, and then it, it's going to sit in your inbox for a week. But like, and I can't, I can't message to anybody else. You know, no, everybody gets an offer. I'll send the same one out to everybody. Yeah, first, first, first come, first serve, pretty much. But uh, I want to get your guys' take. So I, I made that. Like I said, I traded that one six for the two three two six and a twenty one first. It turned into, it turned into Mims. Brian Edwards and a 21 first where mm -hmm. I, I could have had, I could have had, and this, I was under the impression acres was not going to be there at, at the one six, but the draft unfolded with Swift at one, four Jefferson, Justin Jefferson at one, five. Then it went Judy, six lamb, seven acres, eight Burrow went nine. This is a one QB. And then it went Higgins rugs, Rager. So, I mean, I could have had acres, but I ended up with Mims, Edwards, and a 21 first, which will probably be lower to low to mid. Probably it might be in like the, the top five, probably like five, six range, I would guess. 
I'm really Tony. fine with that. I, I yeah, think, I think it's fine. Especially at the top of next year's draft, it's just as strong. Yeah. Um, the the wide receiver class next year is going to be stupid if everybody comes out. Plus, you're going to have Etienne and Najee Harris, Chuba, and Chubber, Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, what did I say? Chubbard? Yeah, Chubba Hubbard. So, Chubbard. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll just call him Chubbard from now on. Sure. Uh-huh. Chubbard. Made that happen. Uh, yeah, those. so those three running backs and and the depth of wide receiver with Bateman and Jamar Chase and uh, Ross. I mean, there's going to be some Four. duds right. coming out. I mean, I don't know. I'm really excited about the 2021 class. I don't have a problem punting this year for that if I'm resetting, you know. There were guys throwing around. There was this draft was so wild. There were guys throwing around 20, uh, 23 picks. <laughs> okay, so if I was a commissioner, I would hate to run a league. With I was like, I don't want yeah. guys like you want a twenty three. I'll give you a twenty third first. And I was like, ah, man, I don't want a twenty third first. <laughs> I tell you what, I've never seen a draft so hard to get in the top of the third round though than this year. Yeah, yeah, the top of the third was nice. There was no oh man, round. like. There were some leagues where I was sending out like, you know, like a late third and a second next year and like just <laughs> anything I could to try to get back into it. And they're like just instant rejects. I'm like, oh, come on. So <laughs> I had the first, I had the, getting back to the, I had the first three picks and I had the, I had Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick. What do you guys think of Quintez Cephas, the Detroit wide receiver? I mean, he's been kind of popping up at the, in like the fourth round in a lot of drafts. Do you have I anybody have an opinion on that guy? I think you got him exactly where he should be going, which yeah. is, you know, super duper late. You know, he's a flyer. It is what it is. Yeah. So there's no draft capital there. Yeah. Um, I've been what I've been doing, and it's a trend that I've that that's been going in most of my drafts, uh, and I'm done with them now. But uh, rookie drafts is just attacking tight end late because all the tight ends are are are, you know, falling into the fourth round or whatever. So I've been just hammering tight end late because they still have the draft capital they just don't have what we consider great pedigree or whatever you know sure. but if i can get three or four tight ends in the third and fourth round and i can get one of them to hit well that's a better hit rate than i'm going to get yeah. on just about anybody else that i'm getting there yeah. and, you know they're third round tight ends you know adam troutman Cole Komet, and all those guys yeah you know there's there's value there that's the guys that i've been targeting i've been going for obviously heavy running back super early the wide receiver depth is so great but then i mean there's a there's a cliff for me and it happens late second early third at the latest or at the earliest and then you know just from there it's like all right well i'm probably going to be unless somebody drops i'm probably going to be hammering tight end late third early fourth and are there it. are there guys okay so here's here's a question is there a rookie that you haven't gotten your hands on yet that you that you want that you mm-hmm that you wish you had on your team right now that you might, that you might focus yeah. on. Yeah. Poor Michael Pittman has not made it onto any of my rosters. Yeah. Me neither. And I got him either. And it's crazy. Cause I really like the kid. I liked him pre-draft. I liked where he landed. I yeah. like his MVP, but it just so happened that like every time I got around, you know, it was Denzel Mims. It was, uh, T. Higgins, those guys, who I just value a slight bit. And maybe I should have diversified a little bit, but I got a bunch of T. Higgins and I got a bunch of D- Denzel Mims and just Michael Pittman didn't. didn't. I, I feel like Pittman's in a great spot, but maybe not for this season. And I, right. and I feel like you might be able to get him when he has a, when he 
you know, has a crap season, you might be able to get get him next year uh, for much cheaper than he's going for now. I think that's kind of the case with all those, uh, like that 201 through 203, 204 range. Right. Higgins, Pittman, and, and Mims, where, and, and, you know, obviously Higgins is in a very similar situation that Pittman's in, uh, where you still have an alpha there uh, in A.J. Green and T.Y. Hilton, respectively. Um, Mims is just, he's got Adam Gase to deal with, so there's that. Which, uh, if if the Jets are as bad this year as they were last year, then, you know, they're replacing Adam Gase, and we're, you know, we're all celebrating. Yeah. Uh, and everyone who bought Jets players is going to feel great, you know, so to me, I'm buying, I'm buying Mims, I'm buying Sam Darnold, you know. Yeah. Those guys. So there was yeah. another, there's another guy that that I was, I don't, I don't own him anywhere, and I had the three ten, and this guy was falling down, and I and I tr- actually started, tr- I tried getting it to the up to the three seven, three eight, three nine. No one would budge. I was offering a. A third, just to flip picks. Uh, Antonio Gibson fell to the three nine, the 29th yeah. overall pick in this ten team league. Um, I don't own him, but you know you hear you hear all the all the blurbs about him and stuff like that, and how <clears throat> how they want to use him in Washington. Uh, so I was like, oh man, I want this guy to fall to me, and I was trying. I was like, hey, somebody f- flip picks picks with me. I'll give you a, a pick next year just to. See if I could just jump up and get him, and uh, and I missed out on him. So I, what, I mean, I you have him anywhere? I don't know. I've anywhere. got, I've got one. Uh, I wanted him in more places, and last time, especially at the top of the third, that's who I was trying to go back for. Usually, like him or Edwards, um, kind of in that range, and right. I was fighting to get back in there, but I either kind of fell too low or was like too high really to take that shot on. Um, Pittman was kind of the same. I think I ended up with the Moss shares instead of Pittman shares in the mid-second uh-huh. um, because my teams are usually pretty desperate for running back. Yeah. Um, I'm not huge on Moss, but usually in that range, I'm more willing to take team need than just talent, um, sometimes depending on what it is. Like running back, usually I'm I'm hard up for a running back in a lot of leagues, especially um, second-year leagues because I'll punt running back in the draft quite a bit. So, uh, and I Unfortunately, I end up going Moss. Yeah, I do the same thing. I punt running back all together, and then I'll deal with it in future rookie drafts. Mm. Because I I know that it's easier to find a hit on a running back in rookie drafts than it is to find a hit on a wide receiver. So yeah. I can establish wide receiver and then find myself a stud running back. You know, come you know the the next year or the year after, whatever. At least I still have those wide receivers that are going to hold value. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Larry, you're a, you're an RB guy, aren't you? I'm an RB guy, man. I love I love my running backs. Uh, they're just like I feel like they're more valuable. There's so many wide receivers that come and go, and you need I when you don't have a, a, a running back, you're just like oh, man, you're just scrambling. I feel like you know if you, you end up with like a Chris Johnson and you know what a Ronald Jones or, or any of these guys, I feel like when you have that that workhorse and he's on your team, you can just kind of set it and forget it. And uh, yeah, man, I like loading up on running back. Cause I feel like they're just more, there's so many wide receivers out there and the running back's going to get the guaranteed touches where the wide receiver might, might not get the targets on any given day. I don't know. I just no. think RBs. Maybe it's because, but maybe it's because my first league ever, I had Terrell Davis, and he scored like a hundred touchdowns. <laughs> See, the only issue <laughs> I have with RB is that the the lifespan's so short. 
where three right. years from now you're looking and you don't see anybody from the top 10 in this year's uh, scoring. You know, in 2023, it won't look in anything the same. Whereas yeah. you'll still see Chris Godwin up there. You'll still see, you know, yeah. uh, DJ, DJ Moore, Moore yeah. all these guys. And they'll be there for another three years. You know, you'll get five, six, seven years out of those guys. Whereas, see, but I, I don't know if that works against Larry because Larry's you're, – you're always making moves and you're an ageist. Like you don't keep <laughs> anybody on your team for three years. Look, yeah. And there you're you always go. getting rookie picks. So, I, I, I mean, for your style, I don't know if that's such a bad way to go as RB. Yeah. You load if up on the got, RBs and you find wide receiver. Yeah. If you've got 40 leagues and you're loading up on RB, you just there's no way you have enough time to flip all those. Well, but yeah. If you've got yeah. 10 leagues, you know, and you're active, hell yeah, knock it out. You know, like I uh I can tell you my second pick in the DDCL was Jonathan Taylor. Now <clears throat> I wanted I wanted again, can't grow a five o'clock shadow kind of guy. You know, I, mm. nobody nobody allowed that that has hit puberty yet. So and right. that worked fine for me. But at the same time, you know, that's my second pick. I went QB and then RB and, you know, not necessarily uh, my, my normal strategy, but I figured I would try and get, and hopefully I'm, I'm assuming and hoping that he's going to be a stud. So there's that. But after that, I don't think I took another running back until like round 16 or something. Wow. In my, hmm. in my only startup this year, um, trade X eight, I didn't take a running back until, was at the seventh round. Wow. Who'd you get in the seventh there? Do you yeah. remember? Eckler. Yeah. Okay. See, but that's another league that my new favorite format is start one RB. Like when you're talking about like your, your must starts, like, you know, uh, usually they're super flex, uh, one RB, like two wide receiver or whatever, um, or one wide receiver. Um, that new style is my favorite. And then mostly flexes because um, where me, Justin, I feel wide receiver heavy. I can go studs out on my wide receivers, and then I only need to find one running back that's okay. Right. That's going to get me 10 spot. to 12 points a week, and I'm happy as can be. Yep. He's my, my wide receivers are doing heavy work. This one, I went uh, Lindsey in the 16th. I went LaMichael P. Ryan in the 17th and Royce Freeman in the 19th. So right. Trying to lock up like that Denver backfield here. Sure, yeah, Outside of <laughs> Melvin Gordon, who I assume is going to miss three or four games. Oh, he'll, anyway. Yeah, he'll get, an, he'll, have, he'll get a knee at some point. Yeah. And I think that's a one. I, I think that's a one a one running back league. So, isn't that yeah, those are my new favorites. Those well, the, are yeah. excellent. The DDCL, the, the diagnostic league, is a one yeah. one running back. Right, right. So you know, I, all I got to do is scrape together one starter with Juju and AJ Brown, and you know, all these tight ends that I have that I can plug in. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So in, yeah, in that league, I don't have. I'm not heavy at running back only because you only need one. So I was just like, well. I'm not going nuts on running back. I'm just going to load up on receiver because if I, you know, because running backs are hard to find in general. And not to mention that one's a tiered scoring, a tiered PPR. So it's point mm-hmm. five. Exactly. That was the other part of it. Yeah. The, so the, the running backs don't score nearly as much yeah. as they do. They have a half point. They're a half point PPR for RBs in that league. It's half one and 1.75. So, so the yeah. value is definitely in tight end and wide receiver. And so. yeah. So that turned me off right away of the running back position in, in that league. So I just have Josh Jacobs and, and nobody else. I'm planning on taking. I have the one, three. I think so. I'm planning on taking one of those top running backs just to just to have somebody to pair with Josh Jacobs. That goes back to stuff. that goes back to you know noting. Hey, what are the league scorings? You know, yeah. like that's one of the things that I learned real quick because I screwed that up in a league last year where I didn't pay attention and it was a .15 PPC. 
and I didn't go heavy enough on at uh running back. Oh, and so I ended up suffering a little bit where I thought I was loaded because I had these huge wide receiver names, but I just didn't have enough oomph at the at the uh running back position because I didn't pay attention to the fact that it was that point one PPC or point one five. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna have to make a move for running back in, in the DVCL, unfortunately. I only have Devin Singletary and that is essentially it at running back and Yeah, that's not great with I mean No. And you have a late pick. Not, you have a late pick too, because uh, you you. I don't have a pick until the forty fourth pick. Oh, oh no. yeah, so you're not even getting. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm screwed right now, running back, thanks to uh, Moss. Uh, um, so yeah, I'm gonna have to make move there and probably quarterback in that league. But I'm studded out at wide receiver, um, and I got Andrews at tight end, so I'm sitting pretty there. Uh, well, I've got uh, Golf, Garoppolo, and Haskins available. I'm just saying. So I took. Okay. I ended up loading up. I got a uh, um, Murray, Golf. Garoppolo and Haskins. It just happened that the value fell for me, anyways. It was like uh, Goff in the fifth, but then Garoppolo in the seventh, and Haskins in the tenth. And you know, I, at that point, I was like, you know what? I'll go ahead and grab this last one. And there was there was a guy who was trying to make moves for a QB. He he's a big name, and he didn't have a a quarterback at all after seven rounds. And I was like, wait, what? Huh? Seven <laughs> That's not good. Yeah, no, it's not good because because this particular draft, everyone had already thinned it out. So then he, I guess he decided he was going to punt the position altogether. So he didn't get the Fitzpatrick's or the Haskins mm. or the Derek Cars mm. or anybody. And so now he's like, I mean, he's up a creek. Um, Yikes! You know, I just I figured I would capitalize and not necessarily target him, but just I know that with those, what I did was I didn't want any older, unstable quarterback so i didn't want the Derek carr the trubisky or the roethlisberger rivers guys uh, because i didn't want guys that in a year could be completely worthless um i think that mm. and i've always i've had questions about garoppolo but it's going to be hard for them to move off of a player that just took him to a super bowl you know i, I really uh, hope so because that's my only qb in that league saying you could have haskins you just i've got well i've got him in big ben so not looking pretty yeah i'm able to carry Carry through this year, but I'm I'm pretty much screwed after that at QB. Yep. Oh my goodness! How you, so you so you need a running back in the in the diagnostic league, huh? Hmm. That's yeah. That's kind of <laughs> running back and QB are my two major weak points, and I've got wide receivers. Um, you can pull up the roster in there. I've got wide receivers. Um, I'm not coming off Andrews though. Forget that. I'm not hunting a tight end in that league. Never. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, uh, I don't really have much. Maybe after the draft, I have a bunch of picks, so I wonder what my uh, so my roster is going to look a lot different after this draft. And I don't know when that when this rookie draft is supposed to be. It says August on the. You are loaded! Holy cow, man! I told you I got wide receivers. No, you, you no 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 you under you you downplayed that quite a bit. Devontae Adams, do. <laughs> Godwin, Kyrie Kill, Keenan Allen, Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods. Well, he oh, made it far. He made it far last year, didn't you? Yeah, I'm in Division One. I mean, it was top four in my division. Yeah, you ought to have. Good gosh. And I did that with only Garoppolo by the end of the season. Right. <laughs> with yeah. one QB yeah. and a super flex, I'm over here looking like, I'm going to make playoffs in this damn thing. Like, shit. Yeah. You were yeah. you were limping. Yeah, you were limping with the one QB. Then you just, Yeah. Andrews was, like, carrying your team, right? Oh, did I mention yeah. McLaurin in there? Sorry. Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. I McLaurin, cheese and Pete's. Nice. Yeah. I try. I try to make some moves for a quarterback, like especially when I realize, like, oh crap, I'm still competing. 
Because when Big Ben went down, I'm like, I'm screwed. I'm out. Like, this is I, there's no way. And then I just kept kind of like keeping up in the tier and getting maybe a couple of lucky wins that I should or should not have gotten, but um, pulled them off. So I tried to get on the QB, but man, the prices some people wanted, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just kind of. I'm just going to ride this train out and we'll see where it goes. And hopefully I get big Ben back next year to make a push. I mean, you, you can, you can get a, a you could trade up for a pick with one of these wideouts. I mean, Keenan Allen should be able to get you something, right? I mean, I know, I I know everyone's kind of down on him now. So uh, for some reason, dude, I couldn't, I can't hardly, I think I traded Keenan Allen in one league for the one eleven. was the uh, best, absolute best I could get. See at that price point, I'm probably holding anyway, just riding them out. For I got night. I got Rager there, so I was cool with it. But yeah, yeah. I, I got Rager, and that's why I did it. Right. Um, it's the only reason why I did it. If it was anybody below Rager, I wouldn't have even thought about it. Yeah, because like I have a big three of wide receivers with Rager, Judy, and Lamb, and that yeah, that, and I like Jefferson a lot. But after that, it's like Jefferson is closer to the Mims tier for me than he is the. Oh, dude, yeah. you have Lamb. Gronk. You have Gronk in this league too, dude. Yep. Uh, Brian, you got Gronk on your team. Oh shit, I do. I forgot. That's the one team I own, Gronk. I, for, I completely forgot about him. <laughs> I completely I mean, forgot about Gronk. I'm not gonna honestly, lie. You have, you, have like seven wide, you have like seven wide receivers. You got Andrews, and then all you gotta do is just kind of piecemeal the the rest of it together. Yep. I feel, like and that's honestly, I don't mind doing that because I'm pretty good at digging out. Especially in this case, where I only need one running back. If I can dig out, a, let's say Gibson has a bigger role than he's. You know they're talking about right now. If I can dig out a Gibson, and he does, uh, you know RB two this season, I'm golden. Like that's all I need on this team. AJ Dillon, AJ Dillon, never. (laughs) I would, I would not draft him out of fucking spite. I don't care if he's an RB one the next ten years. I won't fucking do it. I I got him in that draft yesterday. I took him in in that draft. I've had so many opportunities to draft AJ Dillon. I'm like, I'm just like, fuck it, no, I won't do it. Uh, I'm, I'm so damn mad. I want. I I feel bad for this guy because it's not his fault, and he's gonna get <laughs> hate if he sucks. Like the level of hate that is gonna be unequivalent to the player value. Uh, like unless this dude is Derrick Henry, once he's not gonna be. Like everybody's just gonna catch hate for this in Green Bay. I took him with the two ten. I took him with the twentieth overall pick yesterday in the ten team. And league. the worst part is, I think that's a good pick at two ten. Like I don't even disagree with it. I just can't do it on well, on moral standpoint. I, <laughs> I took him over Brandon Ayuk. I took him over Lavisca. I took him over KJ Hamler, Anthony McFarland, Chase Claypool, Josh Kelly, I mean, Gibson. I mean, you're talking about a second round running back with a team that wants to probably run it thirty times a game. Well, right? I mean, yeah, like and I, it's I'm, their guy. Like and it's a good pick at two ten. And not only that, but uh, Aaron Jones will not be back on that team next year. Right? No, no, no. I totally agree with that too. Yes, yeah, guy. I don't. I don't like. There's going to be an Aaron on that team next year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ooh, talking wow. about it, we got we got in, we got hot and heavy with the with the sideshow uh, with 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 Greg on Friday on AJ uh, Dylan. It was so. I I I partially made that pick based on on that. <laughs> that prior evening because we were got we were get, it was getting so heated over dylan and so i was like I'm, oh here he is i'm gonna uh, fuck it i'm just gonna take him now i got aj dylan on my team that's my only share of him right now so i have zero i have two shares but one i one i had on an orphan already uh but this was my own first uh first time picking aj dylan for myself so good stuff man i'm i'm surprised my home leagues haven't like taunted me to see how long i'd let him fall Yes. I just left him there to torture me. (laughs) But sticking with the Packers, I mean, Alan Lazard, 
is he really the number two there? Who's going to He's my favorite. Him? I mean, MVS I, is really that bad? Did you watch they, him they, Yes. Yeah, I they were I, all I, trash. I just assumed, because he he looked at, at one point, like what, two seasons ago, he was like the, when he was a rookie, yeah. he, he kind of had that, everyone was like, oh, he has a connection. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers likes him and this and that. And then the next year, he was a high pick. Everyone, no one was, either you were holding him or, or selling him and getting a haul. Uh, because he was supposed to take that next step, and then he just kind of took a crap last season. Nobody could get open. Uh, Lazard looked like he was the only one even trying by the end of the year. Honestly, I mean, like, if you watch the Lazard go out there run routes, they weren't open. He's a U, he's a UDFA. He just signed that that minimum six hundred sixty k one year deal that it, like everybody's signing just to kind of just. Um, I mean, all these teams are signing just the regular Joes that 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 type of contract. So I was so when I saw that, I was like, well. If he's the the number two, I feel like they they would have you know done a little something more for him uh, in the I, con for the contract. I I think the real answer here is there is no number two, and there's not going to be a number two. There's Adams and they're just the flavor and the yeah. flavor of the damn week. Whoever ends up getting the end zone outside the running backs and open, Adams. open competition. That, that's the that's the real answer. Is there's not one. There's just going to be some Jags running around the field with Aaron Rodgers making them look better than what they are. What I'm really open for, and I had this conversation with some with some folks about, uh, would you take Alan Lazard or a third or a third a 2023rd? And my thoughts were, I'd rather take Alan Lazard than most third third round picks in this year's draft, um, because I think at the very worst he has the opportunity to gain value. You know, if he puts up 50 for 800, you know, and six, he's gonna be worth a late second at worst you know mm -hmm. that kind of thing uh there's going to be some optimism you can sell them mid-season and go from there so he's gonna be mvs a year ago right exactly and i think he's honestly i think he's better than mvs uh, or at least he's got aaron Rodgers. i thought he looked good yeah i did too you know so yeah i, I mean like him. i said i think realistically it's gonna be nobody it's gonna be anybody it's gonna be lazard right mm. that's the thing if if it's somebody, I think it's Lazard. Now, I don't yeah. know that that's. I don't know that anybody gets there, but if it is, I got a bug flying around in my. Got it. Nice. Uh, <laughs> if there's anybody, yeah, I've been chasing that thing for like ten minutes. If there's dude, anybody, dude, 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 let me show you around the shop and all the June bugs I'm gonna have in here in about five minutes. Like, oh my goodness, feel bad for you with your fly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm inside my house. Okay, so if I don't. <laughs> I got to hear it from the wife. Yeah. Dude, nice. Yeah, I, I don't know. That team, that wide receiver core is going to be a mess. I, I hope Lazar can pull it out. I like him the best out of that bunch. I mean, they didn't do squat and they held him. I mean, they brought in Funches, like a glorified tight end. Yeah, Funches like, is nobody. Like, yeah, oh, he, right. he yeah. nothing. I forgot about Funches. Dang. And I got him too. And I got him in the HQ league. I got Funches. You're going to keep having him too. I'm, gonna, I'm starting him. I'm going to start him against you and Greg. And you're going to lose. <laughs> well, not probably not because you have Christian McCaffrey and don't yeah. you have Saquon and yeah, Lamar Jackson and Joe Mixon? It's like Joe you know, Mixon. that, that yes. quadruplet of, of killers. First of all, Cortland I Sunday. played Larry in the opening game last year uh -huh. and got. Just crucified. <laughs> like, like it was like we weren't even done with the Sunday or like Sunday like middle games, and I'm like, just truce, peace, stop it. I like when they up hundred points on me. I got murdered, 
at week one. I'm like, damn, okay. Yes, I'm psyched. About, yeah, man, I love that. That's why. Yeah, so Greg's got the belt. I sent him my info. He's going to send me the, the championship belt. And uh, I like that he's like, what's your real name so I can mail it to you? <laughs> we're like, we're not telling. <laughs> Just mail it to Larry Monkey. Yeah, that's it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait to your postal worker's like, what the fuck? Nah, I've had stuff sent to Larry Monkey before. Um, oh, okay. I've had some HQ stuff. So I got the Madman has sent me a couple of koozies and and uh, a, a shirt. I think I got yeah, I got a shirt too. So, but yeah, man, they know they. I guess they they just see the address and <laughs> they're they're good. So uh, I don't know anything else you want to cover or want to touch on. Do you guys have any trades that we want to talk about? I, I got one. Let's I got, I got w- one out, outside of startup or uh, rookie draft trades. I did have one. Uh, this is a start two tight end, oh. no premium. Okay. So one, uh, one point per PPR, uh, P- regular PPR league, but there's no tight end premium. But it's start two. Right. By the way, never join a start two tight end league. It's a damn nightmare. Ah, yeah. uh, that that's that Scott Connor league that I'm in. I mean, that's why I'm yeah, like, oh, it's terrible. a damn nightmare. This is an orphan I took over. And uh, it's a good league, but I traded O.J. Howard, Dawson Knox, in a 2021 first for Ertz and Boston Scott. I'm a complete competitor. I finished second last year, um, and I already have Mark Andrews. Say that again. You had uh, it, the two quarter, or the two tight ends, and what? A 2021 first, probably going to be back three. Yeah. And then for Ertz and Boston Scott. That's interesting. 21, a 21 first for Ertz and Scott? Well, there was O.J. Howard and... Uh, and Dawson Knox. And Dawson Knox. So, oh. two middling, who knows what. I mean, I don't think any, either of those players have any potential to gain value this year. Honestly. I don't either. I think O.J. Howard, at least for this year, is until he gets off of the Buccaneers, <laughs> I, I don't see him being fantasy relevant. I just don't at this point. Yeah. Not, not, not on his talent, but he's going to be... Maybe he catches a touchdown that week and you feel good. And then the next week he goose eggs you. Right. It's just not going to be a good look. You still have Cameron Brait there as well, right? Yeah, yeah you have Cameron Brait. There's, there's nobody there that's going to be able to do anything yeah. as far right. as the tight ends go. A bunch, of, a bunch of Jags out there, like a bunch of, you know, tight end 13 through 18 kind yeah. of. Yeah. And where does where yeah. Justin Watson and Scotty Miller, like they were just like these, oh, these are these up and coming little spark plug guys that we're going to utilize as the third wide out. And then. And then everything got turned upside down when they signed Brady and then Gronk. And then uh, Tyler yeah. Johnson, they're saying, might be better than both of those guys. And he, he might slip into the, the third the third wide receiver role if he has a good camp. Yeah, but, if he has a good camp, if he has a camp. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's so weird here's stuff, the thing man. about Tyler Johnson. He's slow. Is man, he? he's slow. Like, I promise you right now I could compete with him in the forty. Why is Kane so in love with him then? He's like that's like his man. He's a Minnesota guy. He's a Minnesota. Ah. Minnesota. (laughs) Sorry, Kane, love you, but it's it's too far. It's too much. Like the NFL hates him for a reason. It's because he can't jump. He's he's not quick. He's not fast. Like quick and fast are two different things, and he's not either of them. Like he's just not an athlete. He's he reminds me of Laquan Treadwell, and that's not obviously a good thing. Right. <laughs> when when Treble was coming out, and I'm from Mississippi, you know, I'm, I'm down here in Ole Miss, blah, 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 blah. You know, when Treble was coming out, I had a lot of 
a lot of regulars at my bar that argued Treadwell was great. And I just, I didn't see it because I didn't see an NFL caliber athlete. I saw someone who used his body uh, well in the col- at the college game to control uh, the line of scrimmage and then to, you know, play against smaller or less athletic uh, corners. But once you get to the pros, you're not beating man coverage by just being big, you know, like you've got yeah. to, ha- you've got to be, you've got to have some kind of a first step and, you know, you've got to, you've got to be able to, to outplay somebody. And I don't know that Tyler Johnson's that guy. So, but for him to get on the field first, he's got to kick Goblin out of the slot and Goblin played like 60. something. Right. Yeah. Good luck with that. So, right. Exactly. Like, do you really want to kick Goblin outside and have Tyler Johnson in the slot? Is, is that, does that make the team better? No. I don't, I don't know if that does. So I did a tra- I did a trade last week um, in a sleeper league, my only sleeper league, and it, I finally got rid. I finally sold Daniel Jones. It's a this is a twelve team super flex tight end premium. It's the war zone, the war zone listener league, hmm. uh, dynasty war zone. Anyway, I tr- I have I have Tua Baker Mahomes, and I had Dan- and I had Daniel Jones. I so I sold Jones for uh what it was it was Juju. I got Juju back. And where are you? I already like it. Yeah, here here it is. It's oh fuck me. Come on, where are you? Okay, so Jamison Crowder and Daniel Jones for Juju and a third, 21 third. I already like it. I like Juju more than yeah. Jones. I feel like he's going to bounce back. He was banged up and didn't have a quarterback last year. All I can all I can tell you is that Daniel Jones had four really good games and eight really bad games. I mean, right. it was 12 starts. It was, it was four excellent games. I mean, just off the chains, you know, league winning, you know, turned, turned the – the uh, fortune of your team for that week. And then it was eight weeks where it was like, oh my God. Yeah, he's fumbling and throwing picks. And I get he's a young and you scoring know. 12 points, that kind of thing. Yeah, he's a young guy, but one, I'm 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 I don't like the Giants at all. Number one. <laughs> number two, uh, Jones was burnt burning a hole in my pocket anyway. I mean he was the expendable QB. I I I want I like having three QB I like having minimum three startable QBs in a super flex. Sure. Uh, but I had so I had four. So I was like, okay, I can get rid of Jones um, or Tua, depending on how great the offer was. But um, I could not get rid of. I've been trying to get rid of Daniel Jones forever. Nobody want, and I've I've wanted a, a first round pick plus, but he's not worth that um, apparently because no one wants to go that far to try to get him. But I I was able to get Juju. I saw this offer. and I'm like, you know what? This is this is pretty good. Juju. And a third next year. ADPs. I'm gonna pull that up real quick while you're talking. Yeah, because I'm curious. So I needed wide receiver help in this league, and it just um, so now I got up. I, I just plugged in a starter, you know, and and I and yeah. Jones. I never even started, so I just basically swapped the bench guy for a, a, a starting wideout. Right. So All I, right. So yeah. he's still he's a 22, so he's a late second rounder, and Daniel Jones is the 53rd. So he's a uh, middle okay. of the fifth. Yeah. You know, like, okay. yeah, sure. Plus, plus whatever the Jameson Crowder, who uh, I think the value for sure is on the, the Juju side. 
Yeah, I, I mean, mm -hmm. Crowder was just like, here, go ahead, take him. I mean, I, I, I like Crowder, but I'm not. He's not. He's not going to sway. He's he's a throw in. He'll always be a throw in piece. Yeah. Like no one's making a deal for Jamison Crowder. He is always going to be like a sweetener in any kind of trade deal. Exactly. So, All right. So speaking of Crowder, um, let's see here. Actually, no, I didn't. That's not one of the trades I want to talk about. But let me just uh, transition because I. I, I decided I was gonna re I was gonna hit the reset button on a team, and not because it was bad. It was that team that I I just neglected running back, and uh, I just sometimes it's fun to blow up a team. Right? So, Hell yeah, it is. I <laughs> had Tyreek. I had Mike Evans. I had Odell. Um, ah. I had already traded Hopkins in a in a joint trade to get. I traded Hopkins and uh, Matt Ryan for Carson Wentz and uh, Calvin Ridley way back like months ago. I uh, wanted to get a younger QB. I was fine with that, you know. Yeah. Got younger at both positions. Um, but so I at last season I had those four guys. I had Reek, Evans, Odell, and Hopkins and missed the playoffs. It was crazy. Uh, uh had Stafford, Matt Ryan, and like five other quarterbacks. Uh, but anyway, so I decided I was gonna blow it up. So I traded Tyreek and Mike Evans. I got Justin Jefferson and I got three 2021 firsts. Is that right? One, two, three, 20, 21 first. Yeah. So essentially four firsts and John Brown as a throw in. <laughs> John Brown thrown in. So, right. you know, the Jefferson being a late first and then four first. Now the key is this is an auction. And now I own four of the 12 first next year. So, so are, now in a first, is that just a, a, an allocated amount of money? Exactly. For, so okay. wherever that pick lands, there's a chart and it'll end up being that much money anywhere from, 180 to $500, depending on okay. where the pick is. Yeah, that was um, something that I wasn't aware of when it came to auctions and, and picks when I first got in. So pick, so I'm in the Pigs League, and I didn't understand the different – I didn't understand the whole – because people were chatting with me. They're like, I give you – I'll pay you for your pick. And I didn't understand what that meant. But, yeah, you're, you're, you don't have rookie picks. They, they cash out to certain yes, dollar exactly. amounts that you can use in an auction for those rookies. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so that's how, that's exactly what happened there, and that's that's where I stand on that. So I got the the three firsts and Je Justin Jefferson and John Brown, which I'll probably move John Brown midseason for sure. a late a late second, early third, whatever, something like that. Nice. Um, so and then so then at that point, I had decided, all right, I dumped it. So I got those three firsts, Justin Jefferson and Brown for Hill and Evans, and and. I had traded for David Johnson earlier this offseason with that uh, Jacoby Brissett move I'm, I talked about earlier. So yeah. then I traded uh, David Johnson and Odell Beckham. I traded him for uh, Darius Slayton, your boy. Brian, <laughs> Brian's yeah. boy, yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris Thompson. <laughs> I got a 2021 first, a 2021 third, and a 2022 first and second. All right. So, so I got two firsts, of course, one of them out. Now, one thing is key is money rolls over. So if I don't okay. spend anything next year, I can roll it all over to 2022 if I want it. Now, yeah. that's probably not going to happen. But So now I, I currently have five of the first round picks next year um, and a bunch of seconds and thirds, et cetera. So, of course, I don't have a team anymore. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that, that Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans for the, for the first, that's, that's probably, that's a, probably an even deal. I'd say maybe but some guy in the chat, one of the guys in the chat was like, well, that's basically market value for Mike Evans and you got Tyreek for free. I was like, 
Wait, someone's paying four first for yeah, Mike Evans. No one's paying. I want to be in that league. I want to be in that league. Right? Yeah. The no people that like people that don't have Mike Evans say that that's how much he's worth. But I have Mike Evans, and I can't get shit for him. So nope. yeah. And I I wanted to sell. He was one of the guys I tried to sell for the entire offseason. So I think I like that trade even more because it is an auction because you have more flexibility with what you do with right. that. Um, now that, that value or that allotment. Yeah. Now yeah. that I have all this money. Now the guy who there was a guy who punted the startup and so he dominated the rookie draft this year. And he's the one that got Evans and Hill. Um so one of his picks is gonna be super late. But then I got another guy who's gonna be in the is gonna be competing for the one oh one. he was the second worst this year, and uh he's someone that we hold near and dear to our heart. Uh but I'll tell you guys another you know, when we're off the air. Um but uh his team is terrible. I mean, it's god awful, and he had no picks this year. I think he walked into the, the, the draft with like fifteen bucks. So, he, and he did. I don't. Even, I don't even know if he logged into the draft. <laughs> fifteen bucks when a, when another guy walked in with thirty eight hundred. You know, like there was just oh. no. So that guy still had fifteen hundred. So he's going to have money. So it's going to be he and he and I and one other guy who probably will end up with right around thousand. So I'll probably have about. Three, he'll probably have about. I, I I took all of that guy's the guy who had all the picks this year. I took all of his uh, first rounders next year, so he'll probably end up with probably around two thousand something like that. And then there will be a guy with around a thousand, and then nobody else will have squat. Uh, yeah, my, my plan here is go ahead and just, just dump everything and make sure that I have one of the very early picks as well. Yeah, you know, whether I have one hundred one to one hundred three something like that, to where I'm getting a significant chunk of money there. Um, because there's no point in half-assing it, you know. Like once you decide to go all in on this and and gut a roster, don't half-ass yeah. it. You know, go for it. Enjoy the picks. Enjoy in, enjoy the process. You know, yeah, you're throwing a year or two of of dues away, but I mean, we're all paying a, a ton of money into this. It, it, there are teams that yeah. are going to be bad or whatever. You're not going to win with every one of them. So, you know, have some Thank fun with them every once in a while. So, um, my only goal is to uh, hopefully attempt to break even at some point. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, like, like be I, good I, enough I, in a couple leagues to pay for the rest. Right. I gutted a roster. I, I took over an orphan. It was my very first dynasty league. I gutted the roster, and now I think I have a, a team that can compete. And I think that that's the team that could pay, you know, a, a significant portion of, of dues for other teams. Yeah. You know, like, I can get that one going for two or three years. You know, it's it's that kind of thing. So, um, I want I want to build teams where I'm able to compete for years, not for a year. But right. for yeah. years, plural, three, four, five years out, where I look at my team and I go, that player is going to be solid, or at least I project him to be solid. He's not going to be 31 in two years, and I can't do anything anyway. So, um, so yeah, for me, that was one of those. And now I'm just trying to sell. I'm trying to sell Matthew Stafford in that league. Um, I'm trying to sell. Uh, I've got an offer out there. Uh, let's see here with one guy where it would be uh, I would get Lazard, Traquan Smith, and a second and a third for Sammy and Sony. And he offered me Lazard, Traquan Smith, and a second. I, I counter with adding the third. Hopefully, you know, he doesn't care about that. But, uh, you know, I got a couple trades out there, and we'll see what happens. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, I like I like what Greg's doing in the, in the HQ League. I mean, he's he's a couple yeah. years away, but I mean, we were talking about that Herbert thing. Um, 
but he's not winning this year. So he he can have he can why why make why ha you have Tua? Why have Herbert as your second QB when you could have like a Lawrence or a Fields? Mm -hmm. uh, the, the key is can he get can he be bad enough to get to that point? He still Where doesn't have eleven solid starters. He doesn't have eleven solid I, starters right now. I think he'll stumble his way there because I mean his entire team is essentially the rookie draft. And yeah. why this is a very good rookie draft, these guys are all not going to pan out right away. Right, right. If they even do all pan out. like And that's – statistically, they're not. So, he's going to have some misses, and he's going to have guys that take a while to get going. Um, and, and I think that'll be enough to put him up near the top. Yeah. Yeah, and, see, his key yeah. is if Akers – he's got Akers, Swift, and uh, Dobbins. So – those three right there could end up propelling him into the middle and AJ Brown. He got AJ Brown as well. Yeah, but how long is he? He may, he may not even have those guys by the time the season starts. He may or may fair. not. Right, all right. He's still got a lot of rebuilding to do. If somebody comes in with the right offer, I mean, there's no reason not to sell him. That's what I was thinking. Uh, one, any one of those running backs could get you two, two players mm -hmm. back easy. Yeah. And a pick. Yeah. You know? And in, in our league where it's 16 teams and start 11, like, it doesn't help to have three studs and nothing and no depth, you know. Right, it just doesn't yeah. do anything. You got to be able to plug, but during them bye weeks. What's his draft next? I'm just gonna pull up his draft next year to see what it looks like. Um, oh, he's got two firsts, two seconds, two thirds, and a bunch of junk, whatever fourths and fifths. Um, right. so it's not bad. Yeah, it's solid. I don't that, know. That'll be fun. We'll see what happens. I mean, I think he could. I think he could find some starters. He's got McFarland. He's got Joshua Kelly. Um, if uh, Denzel Mims does anything, he's got a starter there. I don't know. I I don't think he's a top. I don't think he's a th one of the three worst teams. But I think that he could be probably in that five six range, which is fine. I just don't know that he's yeah. going to be. I think he's, I think he's definitely a bottom three. I mean, he doesn't have a quarterback. I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with Larry. I mean, here's the thing. I think his team looks good right gotcha. now because we're all obsessed with these rookies. But have you looked at Heiser's team? <laughs> I have not. <laughs> and, and, and sorry, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, other Brian. Um, uh, yeah, guys, guys. Brian with an eye. Wow. Yeah, Brian with an eye. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, it's Gardner Minshew and nobody else. It's Finley and I need to go trade for Minshew. Um, it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know who his best running back is. Carry uh, on Johnson, Marlon Mack. He's got Royce Freeman, AJ Dillon. Oh gosh, it's it's ugly. Carry on um, Mack. He's got he's, he's got, got all DJ that. Moore. He's got DJ Moore and a bunch of second or later wide receivers. And his best tight ends are Johnny Smith and Ian Thomas. It's it's ugly. He's That's got a pack lot. I mean, he's got he also he's got forty two players. So. But they're all. I mean, who's? He's got a couple guys that never. Well, you could have forty-two players in this. It's like a thirty-five-man roster with yeah. a ten-man tag. Yeah. yeah. I I forget how many people we're allowed on this roster because I'm like I've never I don't think I've ever filled it up. <laughs> like, because I know some guys are like grabbing like nameless guys off the waiver wire, and I'm like I, I don't even care to even look at them all season. Well, right. that's the, the first the first year we the first season I was look reviewing the settings and I was like, well, I'm just gonna. I'm just picking up, going to pick up guys and load up my roster. So I just started adding all of these rookies, and and that's when Manola was just like he posted on the in the chat. He was like, 
you know, what's, what's this guy doing? He's like, he like accused me of cheating. And I was like, Hey man, I'm just like, I'm just filling the roster. It says you could do it. I don't know if, if I'm, what I'm doing is okay or not. <laughs> everyone, just started fill, everyone just started adding guys and now there's nobody on waivers at all. All right. And then if you I'm only just, knew Manulo that well back then. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to point out my terrible roster. All right. Um, I got uh, Mostert and Jones, Ronald Jones, Rojo. Uh, those are my best running backs. I traded yeah, both of them. Yeah, I, I look, and I appreciate it. Actually, I I'm, I don't know about Rojo. Uh, maybe I get something, but I think I'm gonna net a, a nice little profit on uh, Mostert. Um, Gallup is my best wide receiver. My second one is Steven Sims. Huh. And my tight ends, I, I don't even need to tell any. OJ Howard is my best tight end. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm you gonna run couple, You got a couple nice rookies though out of the out of the draft. I got Ayuk. That was my got, that was my first rookie pick. I got Ayuk, and I loaded up on tight ends. I got Darrington Evans, who yeah. I think will be somebody in 2021. Yeah, and I got uh, Troutman. Troutman and a CSC. And this is a besides Mahomes, besides Mahomes, Murray, and Stafford, which I know I have some gold there with the with the quarterback situations. Oh yeah, in, we uh, need to talk about Stafford and Moser. And I hate that I have to say either of those terms right now. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, just, I'm telling you, like, he's not guaranteed a top three spot because uh, Heiser and I both have horrible rosters. Yeah. Um, I just set myself up with QB and figured I would go. I mean, I have a ton of picks. Well, you got to figure so, Mariota is going to start at some point, And you can – I mean, you'll probably – That's another caught. one that I traded. I think I traded a – Late second or early third. Yeah, you got him really cheap, I remember, Mariota. That was like a third round pick or something. I traded Brita for a second. Yeah. Just just that was a good one. Yeah, I like yeah, man. That's look yeah, I I think um I think I've got uh, uh, two firsts and three I've got two very early firsts and three seconds next year. So I mean and four thirds. Like there's some there's some draft capital for me. And, you know, my plan with this was make it a two-year deal, and you know I bought some players this offseason that I I guarantee will not be on my roster come week one. Like Mostert is, there's almost no chance that I have yeah, Mostert. Right. You know, like I'm almost guaranteed I'm going to sell him, mostly because he's <laughs> not going to do any good for me, but he's going to help somebody else. You know, he's more of a short-term investment. So <laughs> I see you, Brian. I see. You. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna talk about that later because I've. I need one one okay running back, and Mostert sounds like one okay running back. Right, yeah, exactly. He's an okay running back, exactly. And and yeah. I could use some Stafford in my life too, considering uh, Teddy Two Gloves is my only quarterback currently, thanks to Andy Dalton being a damn backup. I've not been able to get shit for Stafford. Like people are like, oh, nobody I mean, likes Stafford. I'm like I one of the only it. other Stafford guys you're ever going to find. Yeah. I don't get it because I, you know, they were like, I think Catillo offered me the 104, and that's it. And I'm like, come on, man, like. I'm not giving or the okay. 104 and a 2021 second or something like that. And I was okay. like, you first and we'll talk. But that's probably not. one of the best offers I've ever heard for Stafford too. It's a sad part. <laughs> and I get a 16 team league, but even then, if I told that to most people, even with 16 teams, they'd be like, I wouldn't give up the fucking 104 for Stafford. That's fucking insane. <laughs> but that's just crazy. Like, I, I'll give you like a second. Right. Like we're talking about, we got to draft Herbert at at 104, and it's like. I'm no, I'm not giving up Stafford for Herbert. Not on your life, you know? <laughs> like. And Stafford, Stafford until he got that back injury, was balling out last year. I'm not helping my trade value here, but he was balling out last year. He was second or third in scoring. Yeah, 
Yeah. And there's no reason why he can't come right back and do it again this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, nice I, I like Stafford a lot. It's why I have him. It's why I traded for him this offseason. Like, and they beefed and up that offense. They got a nice new running back, and they got still have carry on. Uh, they got Swift, who's electric, and then you have uh, Holiday and Hawkinson. You have a playmaker in your tight end, and you know you got. They actually added, they added one of the Bryant boys, uh, Hunter Bryant. They, they oh yeah, right. Yeah, they also they yeah, and that guy was that guy was highly ranked as a, a rookie coming out, and then. All those that was weird. All those highly ranked rookies, like as far as on all these dynasty rankings or whatever, these some of these rookies didn't even get didn't even go drafted. Right. Very very strange. Yeah. So I figure I'll I'll play that role, but you know he's going to be. I I guarantee he's a top five or six. If he if he can squeeze into top three, that's going to be great for him. Unless I'm in the. Top three, then he's going to pay to like unless I have the first and second pick, then he's going to pay for one of those guys. Because I, mm. I, I feel like he had those couple of real rough seasons, and then like everybody just started hating him. Who Stafford? Like he had one bad yeah. season. Yeah, like that one like really bad season, and then everybody was like, "He's dead." 2018 was horrible. It was a terrible yeah. season. I think he was like 17th or something. He's been a top 10 quarterback in points per game every. Other I love season him. I, I own him in a ton of leagues. One QB, super flex, anywhere I can grab Stafford, I grab him because he's a value everywhere. Right. He's so cheap. He's good at throwing a pick six too. <laughs> he's done that for yeah. me. I, I mean, I play in a league that has like uh, it's like a my, it's like a negative touchdown when you throw a pick six. Oh no! I've had I had him, and it was just like he threw he threw like two in one game. He's done that a couple times, you know, and it's just like, it's just like a dagger in your heart. When you go ahead, get a my note on the, the other way. My only note of this really bad like pick six like when you get nailed for interceptions and stuff like that. Like we got to find a way to like when it's the wide receiver's fault. Yeah. <laughs> We've all seen those like when it bounces off the wide receiver hands into like yeah. the other guy, and you're when like, that's not trying- the quarterback's fault. Yeah, when OJ try when OJ Howard tries to be Penny Hardaway out there and go behind his back or whatever, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. One player, you know. Now, yeah, granted, like why? I'm still trying to figure out in fantasy anyway. Why does that go against the quarterback? Other than it's technically an interception, but I'm like, the quarterback didn't throw a bad pass. That dude sucked. Like he fucked up on that play. <laughs> so that's not the quarterback's fault. Larry, Larry, one thing about Stafford is he's not thrown more than 13 interceptions since 2013. Uh, he's got right. six straight seasons where he's. 13 or fewer interceptions. That's pretty solid. You know, it's yeah. Like, that is it's solid. all 10, 11, 12, 13. He, but it, you know why you think that, Larry? Is because when he throws interceptions, they're all in one game. Yeah. yeah. He has a complete fucking yeah, meltdown. Yeah. If he throws two, he's throwing five. He's, he's done it. He's done it. He's done the double pick six before. That I yeah, know. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he'll burn you a game. Like one game a season, he'll burn the hell out of you. But then, like, the rest of the year, he's fine. At least but, he's yeah, like, he'll have those games. Yeah, he threw five in one game uh, yeah. back in like 2009, like his rookie season. Yeah, like, me and Stafford go way back. So, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me that his numbers ha- have improved over the years. But, yeah, yeah, he likes airing it out. <laughs> so, yeah. Speaking of five interceptions, I just, it makes me, it always makes me bring or remember the Drew Brees five interceptions in the, uh, Georgia Dome against the Falcons. Oh, what a beautiful night that was. <laughs> I was on like the 15 yard line at, oh, yeah? at the like, field level on the 15 yard line. Uh, nice. It was a great night. Yeah. Hey, Buddy you guys get to stop us out like week five this year. You look, man. Falcons, Packers. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think we play like week five or six. Yeah. I think the, I honestly, I think the Falcons are going to roll us that game. I just want the Falcons to stay healthy on defense. Like, 
yeah. offense is not the well, issue. Well, the biggest thing is the way they're setting up this team. I just don't think we're going to be able to keep up with you guys on the offensive side. Yeah. I think you guys are going to get up on us two, three scores, and unless Aaron Rodgers can pull something out of his ass again, I don't see it happening. Is Gurley really going to carry the load for them? Yeah, probably. He's but they've got Edo you know, Smith and Brian Hill to carry. You know, he probably gets 65, 70% of the touches. So, mm. you know, and which is plenty in the NFL. Right. Um, yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, uh, that's about what he did last year with. Uh, with the Rams, I mean, the, he had a bunch of a bunch of touches. Much there couldn't be a much better situation for Gurley than where where he is now. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta's got that great. They got a great offensive line too, right? But much no. better than the Rams. Okay, well, okay. So what they have is two starters coming back from injury this year, which should help. Um, mm-hmm. Their offensive line is not great by any means. Uh, well, they spent a lot of first rounders on it, right? Last year they spent two first rounders on it. Yeah, so, and then and then lost two starters. One of those first rounders. I mean, it was just, it was a rough year. But hmm. uh, I mean, if, all right, so Gurley had 254 touches last year. I'll take 254. You know, that's, that's pretty damn good in 15 games. So I think, I think Gurley's, uh, I mean, in a redraft league, I think he's a, he's a great pick. Yeah. Just Especially yeah. I think he's going to be much more involved in the past game than he was the last year. In in St. Louis or in uh, L.A. I mean, right. weird. oh yeah. Uh, you know, oh. as far as touches go, I mean, Henderson actually. I mean, Malcolm Brown and Henderson combined for a whopping 108 carries versus Gurley's 223. What's his ADP right now? Gurley? Hmm. Mm-hmm. His. I mean, I only have Dynasty ADP, but I'll pull it up for you. I've already here. In super flex, I'm pull. I'm just let me sort it by running back mm-hmm. so I can find him a little easier. Oh, good. This is the time my phone wants to go slow. Uh, Gurley is 19th, he's the 19th running back and he's 57th overall, so a late fifth. You know, he really is probably one of the perfect targets for like I would say zero RB, but um, punting RB a little bit, like to grab him in the fifth. I mean, you're, you're not planning on him being a long-term option at that point anyway. I mean, you're stacking up on your quarterbacks or your wide receivers or whatever and then just trying to get a guy to plug in there that's going to be decent. Keenan and Allen. You know you're going to have to address that later. Keenan Allen or Gurley? Hmm. I think Keenan Allen still. I'm, yeah, trying yeah. Think, I'm trying to think of your, uh, your, your diagnostic league team, Brian. You're in need of a running back. You should try to, like, swing something for Gurley. Like I mean, if he's, I, I doubt he's. I'm sure he's, yeah. um, you know, not that expensive, right? How about Terry yeah. McLaurin or Gurley? Who are you thinking? Uh, that's hard because I'm an OSU fan. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I've got some Homer attachment to Terry McLaurin because he worked out and he's from OSU. Right, um, right, right. Yep. Um, it, the the real answer is probably with that team. I mean, with that, how it's set up now, it, it should be Gurley. I mean, if I'm just looking at team structure, what I need compared to what I have, the answer is Gurley. But it would hurt my soul. (laughs) Wow. I think you could could pivot a different direction, though. So, all right, let me just pull up. Where is McLaurin at? So, he's actually – all right, so McLaurin is going on DLF's ADP at 77. All right, so he's a little bit behind. All right, so how about McLaurin or David Montgomery? I'll take McLaurin. Yeah. Yeah. That's not even hard. I, there's no in hell, way in hell I would trade 
McLaren for David Montgomery. So here's the thing about David Montgomery, and I think he's uh, for me he's a buy now, um, although not in the fifth round like some unnamed. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know who you are if you're if you ever hear this. <laughs> I couldn't help but burn him in the chat, but uh, I mean he's going in, at 83 in ADP and Superflex. Um, to me, that's a buy because he's. He's a solid, certainly not spectacular back end RB2. You know? I agree. No, and I agree. He's a buy in general. I mean, just for like McLaren versus him, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, right. Um, right. And McLaren's going about a round ahead. So, or yeah. half a round. Ahead. So it's, he's it's going to get the volume. Montgomery's going to get the volume for sure. I agree, but he's just so unspectacular. Yeah. And that's what kills him. I mean, that's what makes him a value is because he's going to do something, but he's never going to do a lot of something. Where if you take a girly and like throwing, I know he's three rounds ahead of him, but girly's going to do a lot of something for a year. <laughs> right. Right. Hmm. I think in that range, you could even look at Fournette, maybe. Maybe you find someone that. Yeah. You know, who, who is low on Fournette, you know, all the bad news or whatever. Maybe you could move who that's Fournette's at the 60. So he's right at the turn. Yeah. Of the five six whatever, so you know that's something that could be done. This is just if you really felt like you needed a running back to round out your starting lineup. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. That, I don't know that that combination makes you better though, because you know you're talking about Singletary and McLaurin, or you're talking about Fournette and whoever your replacement wide receiver is, and I don't remember now. Yeah, but- and that's kind of where I've like had trouble in that league. Um, especially the one RB is that I, for yeah. one, hate paying anything for running backs outside of the rookie draft. Um, yeah. I, I, I've done it, but I don't like it, and it usually doesn't work out great for me in the long run, um, at least for my at least my luck of it. But I've, I've gotten decent at digging guys out. If I'm patient enough and willing to play the waiver wire or, or aim for some low-end guys, I can usually work something out because somebody's going to go down in week two or three or – or whatever, and somebody's going to step up, or they're going to have somebody emerge that we didn't expect a, a pass catching back. Yeah, um, I don't think your issue that, is is the R, is your RB. I think your issue is your second quarterback not having. Oh one. yeah, you know because yeah. that's a big drop from a second quarterback to your eighth wide receiver or your second running back yep. or whatever. That, that's that. what I can say to me is because I'm so deep at wide receiver in there, I was able to at least muddle something together to not like just die. But yeah, like it's Big Ben and um, uh, Garoppolo in that one, and either if you know it was Patrick Mahomes and one of those guys, you'd be like, okay, I'll survive. But but both of them, I mean, kind of low end QBs as far as their starting roster goes, it just you know it's not going to look pretty. It well, it could work out really well for you if both of those guys stay healthy. You know. Yeah. Shane's got Shane's got Montgomery, Brian, in the DDCL. I mean, somebody to look at. Like I said, I, mm-hmm. I definitely need to go now that all the rookie drafts are starting to wind down and I think teams are more yeah, set for the season. I'm going to start going in and looking at teams. And there's a couple teams I already know I'm tearing down to the bones. Um, I try to announce that at the rookie draft, trying to get some, some spurts and interest, but everybody was too rookie happy to really to so go for it. Because so. he's been on some shows or whatever. I think he's warming up to David Montgomery. So it might, yeah. it might, he's not one of that's going to be like, oh, I got to sell him, you know? And 
boy, give him one bad game and you can buy him for, you know, a fourth rounder because that's just kind of how Shane operates. But yeah. right now, I think he's he's warmed up on him a little bit, maybe a little bit too much and not not too much for him, but, you know, too much to buy low on, you know? Yeah. I think in that league, I think I want to focus on trying to find a, a at least one solid quarterback outside of the two that I have. Yeah. Um, at least have yeah, a rotation like of you- okay guys. Well, like I said in the little chat here, I'll give you Goff and Johnu for Tyreek. It's fine. So. Now, oh, hard pass, hard pass. <laughs> I I'll think just start my Johnu. wide receiver eight. I think who's my wide receiver eight? Like Woods or something? I gotta be okay. <laughs> I think the points work out in your favor with that. I'm just saying. Maybe, but yeah, you, for mean, like a oh. for like a season. <laughs> You can pretty much get any running back you want with that with that wide receiver core that you could use. And yeah, I mean, I got enough trade leverage. I just got to go out and make the moves. Like I said, I, I was a little slow into this off season. I'm not gonna lie. Um, right. Not other stuff stuff going on. Time. Yeah, super busy. Yeah, right, right. I've been trying to get. Oh, no, I, I this is the slowest off season I've had since I started. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I, I don't know. I had a little, little bit of fatigue and a couple other things going on, and I just kind of like took a breather. Like I didn't like you guys know me. I didn't bounce out, but I just just let it sit for a moment and breathe. Right, right, um, right. So like now I'm starting to really look at rosters harder and like figuring out what I need to do. And so there's two or three that I'm just like, why was I waiting to blow this up? Like what was I doing? <laughs> just ready to go. So um, yeah. when I decide to blow blow my HQ one teams like. August of last year, it was I, I did it just like I did this other this one that I was talking about earlier. It's like once it happened, I was like, all right, buy Odell, buy Tyreek, buy anybody. Like you're yeah. gone. I'm, you're, you just walk the plank on this. So. That's that's yeah. the one league where I'm really bad about not sticking to my I'm going to blow this team up rule. Um, all my other ones, I'll, I'll ride that pony out and see where it takes me. But uh, HU one, I've I've bounced back and forth probably eight times. Nice. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm going to rebuild this sucker. And then I end up going, somebody sent me Michael Thomas. And I'm like, shit, here's two firsts. Nah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like, all right. And then I try to sell Michael Thomas. And then they're like, no, nah, we can't give you anything for that. I'm like, what? Nice. Yeah. All right, man. What do you what do you say, guys? I think it was fun, man. I appreciate you having me on. And we're doing this again. Yeah, I think yeah. – uh, Let's keep keep hammering it out. Let's we'll keep smoothing it, smoothing smoothing the edges, and uh, you know, definitely. Yeah, quit um, letting Greg back out on us. Yeah, it's it's him, right? Man, Mister, whenever Greg backed out on us, I was like, <laughs> I, I love it. I know you guys had like the little episode was that Friday night, and I was yeah. just, I was like, I would, but I'm gonna fall asleep halfway through this thing. I was so I, tired by the end of Friday night. I Getting back up at four a.m. has not been friendly. I can't just like okay. I can just take it two hours tonight and you go. I kind of have to plan a little bit so that I can you know keep the wifey happy or whatever. Like you know, it's movie night or whatever. It oh, could yeah. be. Like I could be on my phone, but I can't be. There were some beer. Me. There were some beers flowing, and I was like, man, let's let me see if anybody's <laughs> out there tonight. See if anybody wants to wants to chat it up. So yeah, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. do anything. I was just ready to go to bed. I'm glad he was able to hop on. I liked I liked I liked his input as far as like us sticking together, like on Sundays and if we want to bring anybody else on, we can kind of figure out how, how we're going to do that. Cause I know there are a couple guys that want to come on. Mad Madden wants to come on. He's already said, and, uh, 
like I said, a couple other guys have, have reached out that are interested. So I think once we get a little bit more streamlined here, we could start maybe entertaining that idea on like a, yeah. like a one-off night or, or just a whenever, whenever it's convenient for anyone that wants to come on or off. And I, I love the fact that four guys like Greg's like, oh, I'm busy tonight. Boom. But we still have like a, like, this is like, this is a perfect, like we, there's plenty of, plenty of wiggle room. If somebody wants if someone's mm-hmm. busy or can't, you know, if we keep that, this Sunday staple, I don't know. I think it's yeah, definitely nobody's ever going to, or very rarely ever going to be ever, to be able to stuck by themselves, there are going to be at least two out of four of us usually available. Yeah, um, right, exactly. So, and, and worst case so. scenario, to avoid the last week's situation, I, I, I can just I could send out the whole Streamyard info thing, and you guys could just kick it off without me if it ever gets to that point again. But yeah, we could record it and then yeah. just email it or whatever. Yeah, cross that bridge when we get to it. But all right, man, this was great. I appreciate everybody for coming on, and hopefully, uh, you know. I'll get this out first thing in the morning. Good All deal. Right. Larry, Great. All right, All right. guys. Good All right, man. Guys. See you. See All you right. soon. Later, guys.